Welcome to another episode of Bitter and Jaded. I'm your host, Joshua Scott, and today I have with me a fellow podcaster who has more stories than a library, my friend Bruiser. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. So tell people a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm 32 years of age. I'm 5'8". <laughs> uh, I do a podcast with my twin brother. It's called The Two True Podcast. We just started it up in August. Uh, I'm married. I got a seven-year-old daughter, and... um. I mostly just podcast so I can get out the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that podcast, um, tell people a little bit about it. What inspired you to start this podcast, man? Uh, really, uh, uh, what started me to start my podcast is I got a lot of dope friends um, back home in something, South Carolina, mm. that got a lot going on. I just wanted to create a platform where they can come and you know share their ideas or share their products and um you know i just wanted to put something together you know for my for my hometown you know what i'm saying i feel like it's like a lesser known hometown compared to uh like myrtle beach or columbia it's mm-hmm. like less going on but it's a lot of big things happening down there and something a lot of people with a lot of hustle a lot of people uh putting together like dope dope projects yeah. and i just wanted to you know sit down and talk to them people and um you know what i'm saying just uh see how they view different um topics you know what i'm saying and plus it was like uh me and my twin brother we always chop up things like music mm. politics we always had debates going on like that ever since we <laughs> was kids you know yeah. around the kitchen table you know sometimes we'd come to blows you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> you know talk about different things you know getting passionate about it so i was like hey man um it was something i really thought of probably like three three years ago mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and um you know around the time during the pandemic you know what i'm saying you've seen a lot of people like uh getting sick you know, even young people, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. um, and losing their lives, you know what I'm saying, to COVID and stuff like that. And I was like, man, um, you know, if you got like a dream or something in your head or something like a passion that you kind of put into the side for, you know, reasons like work or family and stuff like that, then, man, you know, this is the perfect time to probably, you know, get on that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So uh, I was like, man, forget it. I'm just do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know nothing about radio. I don't know nothing. I don't know that much about podcasts. I know a little bit because I just love podcasts. Mm-hmm. I love talk radio. I love conversating with dope people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I said, forget it, man. I'm going to just do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just jump out there. <laughs> I like that. I like you that know what a lot, saying? man. So, like, what's a typical show like? It's just you, you and your brother just... Yeah, it? Uh, we uh, we try to have like a direction for it. You know what I'm saying? We talk about uh, things like trending topics on um, in pop culture. Mm-hmm. We talk about hip hop, you know, hip hop. Uh, like we review albums, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, Drake's album that just came out, Kanye mm-hmm. West. We review things like that. Like anything happening in the culture, like we try to touch on like, uh, and we try to touch on touch on like serious topics you know like things going on in the community too you know what i'm saying yeah those things are important you know just to have that dialogue from two young young brothers you know what i'm saying just uh giving our point of view on certain things like an outreach just like this is what i got going on i want to get it out to more people i like that man that's a cool concept that's a cool concept yeah and then we also do uh well we have uh guests on you know what i'm saying like um we had a guy on that um he runs a bully kennel, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's a guy I grew up with. So I kind of like to reach out to people that I know, like, where I know that come from, like, a certain place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or more, like, deprived situations, you know what I'm saying? And then you kind of, I try to kind of follow their journey, like, from those situations to where they're at now in their life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Doing more positive things, you know? And, um, you know, because a lot of people see people uh, doing big things and they think like okay they may come from a place of money or a place of uh 
that has a lot of resources. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And you just see like the end goal or you just see, you know, uh, all the good things happening for them. You know what I'm saying? But when I have them on the podcast, the guests on the podcast, I get them to share a little bit of those struggles, you know? Yeah. Or, uh, you know, those uh, failures along the way. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, because you can't always win. No, there's no, no person out there. No. The most successful person in the world probably failed more times than you'll ever even think right. about. You know that's what I mean? That's a fact. <laughs> and, and that's what I'm like passionate about is that journey. Yeah. You know? I'm more passionate, and even with what I'm trying to do with my podcast, like, I'm more in love with the journey of it. Like, I I realize, like, it's a lot of stuff I have to learn, Mm. and I realize, you know, everything we doing ain't going exactly right or exactly according to plan, but... I just, uh, I'm appreciating the journey and the things I'm learning, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like that's where the growth come in at, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that a, is that like the certain criteria you look for somebody and like a guest? You want somebody who has something to say? You don't want just anybody off the street, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely, because I get those kind of uh, messages in my uh, uh, inbox all the time, like just people I grew up with, like, mm-hmm. hey, I want to come on the show. I'm like, bro. What you got? What you got going on? You know what I'm saying? You a you a half rapper, you know. You put out an album like two years ago, that cover art is still on your page. Like you got anything else going on? Like what are we gonna talk about? You know? So definitely trying to like vet, you know what I'm saying, who's coming on. Like have something to say, man. Don't yeah. just come up here and kick it, you know. This ain't the kick it gang over here. Yeah, you know? man. I gotcha, I gotcha. Well, besides the bully business, what other types have you like been able to talk about? Um, we got uh a guy coming on the show because we just had one guest so far. Like mm. I said, we just started in August. Yeah. And mostly it been just uh, me and my twin, and uh, we had our older brothers on, and we just talked about uh, locks and dipset on um, verses. I don't know if you're familiar with no that. No idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so. I wasn't sure, you know. But uh, so uh, I got a guy coming on the show. He's a, he a guy I actually went to school with, and um, he's an entrepreneur, you know, mm. and um. What he do, he promote parties and um. But what really made me have him on, have him on and wanting to talk to him is he owns a hair store, like oh, hair really? weaves. Oh wow! Yeah, a straight guy. You know uh. what I'm saying? Uh, with a family, he probably got like seven, eight kids. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? But he went into a business with a hair weaves. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it's doing well. Wow, it's doing well. And another thing he he just had was a um what they called a a father daughter gala it's like a it's like you like a dance yeah with yeah, your, yeah you're like father daughter dance. Oh, that's adorable yeah but it was like at the civic center it was so it was so nice you know just seeing the you know young fathers or young black fathers showing up with their daughters and mm. pretty dresses and dancing they just celebrated each other i just thought it was like a dope message to yeah. send out to people you know and um that's so that's one of the reasons why I want to have them all just chop it up with them. Yeah. And yeah. I just feel like the idea of, of a um young black man um or a young male period opening a hair weave store, that's just so out of the box, you know? Yeah. So I was like, man, you know, he just seemed like an interesting guy to, you know, chop it up with. So we're gonna make that happen. We're gonna have him on a two true podcast and <laughs> chop it up with him. That you sounds know? cool, man. That sounds <laughs> yeah. cool. When he's done with y'all, I'm gonna send him over here. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Well, how's the reception been? People have been hitting you up a lot? Like Yeah, um, surprisingly, cause I never cause to, to be honest with you, I it was something I had and um I idea and I felt like it would work from where I'm at for where I live at, my mm-hmm. hometown, because it's not like a lot of podcasts doing what we trying to do. Yeah. And um and so it's like an open lane. You yeah. know what I'm saying? 
it, not much competition, but I didn't know how people was going to take to us actually doing it because I'm not like a super social person. Mm-hmm. Like I probably post like uh, twice a month or something like yeah. that. I'm not super <laughs> social media savvy or nothing like that. So mm-hmm. I didn't know how people was going to take it. Like what these two got to talk about, <laughs> but the interest is there. And I'm like, I'm super excited about it. You know, it's like, I, I get a lot of support, you know, from my family, uh, my backbone, my wife, she's supporting me and um, uh, her family, my family, friends, people see us out, you know what I'm saying? And, and they want to know what's going on or what's next with the show up. And when we don't put out a show, people actually hitting you up like, yo, when the show Where's coming the show out? At? Yeah, you know it's what good. I'm <laughs> yeah, so it's dope, man. It's right there. Like, you know, something's not a big town or nothing like that. So it's not like we making a you know, a nationwide splash and nothing like mm-hmm. that, but it's dope just the reception I, I get from a people that I see out. You That's know? awesome to hear, yeah. man. That's awesome to hear. So what's your setup like? You got like something fancy? What you got? You said uh, you got out of the house, so it's clearly not in your house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the whole idea of it. I'm like, man, I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> I, because I, I got a setup in my house, mm-hmm. but I, I just like the feel of being out the house and kind of like getting that time in with my brother. Yeah. So uh, what what we do now is we Jay he has a, a studio that he um he does his thing out of or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So he lets us shoot there. The, it's a basic setup. It's a table, two mics, and we just hang our banner in the back okay. uh, with our logo on it, and um we just do it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like I think only we can probably fit like three three mics at the table or something. So we do it if we do it, if we have a guest on or something like that. I got but, you, uh, man. I got you. Yep. Well, that's cool. At least you have like a dedicated space. You know, it's not like yeah. crowding in your life or anything crazy like that. Right, so right. So most of your interviews, like, well, that, at least that one interview and the other one, have they been in person? Yeah, they've yeah. been in person. Like, I, I've, you know, I've been lucky to have some guests they'll drive up from um something south carolina mm-hmm. just to come here in savannah and then savannah's a dope place to come visit anyway yeah. so they might as well make the drive but <laughs> they'll come up and come sit and be on the podcast so i've been blessed to um you know have those type of guests you know especially we don't have like a super big platform yet but we we working you know yeah. what i'm saying i got you man i yeah, got you hey, yeah. that's cool man that's cool <laughs> so you do a lot of prep work for this stuff like when you got something you got to guess how much time are you spending to make sure that you kill this interview, bro. When I get a guest, especially if it's somebody I'm excited to talk to, mm-hmm. I try to spend at least at least two days like hashing out the questions and uh, trying to structure the show, you yeah. know. And most of the responsibility be left on me, uh, one brother, because I'm the host, he the co-host, mm-hmm. so he kind of lead that type of thing up to me. But um, yeah, uh, I try to spend two days like trying to get it right, and um, I'm messaging the the actual person coming on and whatever, let them know, okay, these are the questions we're going to ask you. This is where we're going with the actual interview. Because I don't be want to make nobody feel uncomfortable. Like, yeah, exactly. I don't want you to talk about nothing you don't want to talk about. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Be, <laughs> I don't want you to leave feeling like, man, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because sometimes they're like the guests will come on, we might have a drink or something like that. But I didn't... I, I really try not to drink when we having a podcast because I don't want to say nothing or look crazy. I don't want to look drunk on camera. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's it's cool. It's been going good. That's yeah. cool, man. That's cool. That's cool. So, like, uh, where do you hope this thing's going to take you, man? Is this, like, a main passion project for you? or? Yeah, man. I'm really, really, it's a main passion f- project for me. It's like, I have kind of feel like, in a way, it's going to do one or two things. It's going to... It's either it is my purpose or it's gonna help me find my purpose. Mm-hmm. Cause I always felt like I should have I should have been more of a um, entrepreneur. Like I got those kind of dreams, but I guess like I never within my life like I never found a way 
to kind of do that yeah. or kind of act on that just the way life happens or is set up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I feel like if I surround myself with like-minded people, like that's why I like having entrepreneurs on. Like I can learn things from them, mm-hmm. you know? And um, so I feel like through this project, I'm going to either find my purpose or it is my purpose. One or, yeah. one or the other. You That's kind of how I feel, man. Like, this is something I've always wanted to do. This is something I've always wanted to do. But, mm-hmm. like, I've I've realized over the past, over a year now, like, I've been, it, it's opened me up to talk to more people. Right. And, like, something, like, I've never had a problem with talking to anybody. When I was mm-hmm. a kid, I was in class, that was my main thing, was talked to in inappropriate times, which it still haunts me to this day. <laughs> how do you know when it's the appropriate time to talk? Don't talk to me. Um, but... <laughs> You know, now I've been, because uh, I do this, I do this at least, I record something at least once a week. Uh, and mm-hmm. so, like, I'm talking to a different people, different like-minded people, and, like, they can have something, their, their life is so much different than mine. And I'm right. just picking little things out of it. And I feel like it's just helping me grow. Yeah. One day, you know, maybe, hopefully, fingers crossed, you know, I'll be making that money. But if not, right. I think maybe by the end of this, I'll be at least somewhat of a better person, or at least better at talking to people, you know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> and that's my thing. Like, I've never been no, like, a, like a public speaker. Mm. So this is, like, challenging me in all kind of ways. Yeah. And I like, I'm liking the challenge, because I feel like you grow from challenge. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? yeah. So, uh, I, like I said, I'm just enjoying the journey, man. And uh, wherever it take me at, it take me at. I feel like it's a dope thing that I can have going on in my city. So, it's like if I can just inspire the next person who may be sitting on a dream or thinking about something and not really sure about it and they see what I'm doing. Because that's what I did. Like, I saw other people having things going on that I felt like were dope, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of used that energy when I said, okay, forget it. I'm going to just do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I hope somebody else see what I'm doing and be like, man, you know what? You don't got to do this or you don't got to do that. You 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 can, ju- you can just have a totally different dream from the person that's around you. Because mm-hmm. I don't have that many people around me that actually dream about being podcasters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that definitely ain't no dream of like people I came up with, but I hope somebody look at me and say, okay, well, this dream ain't a popular dream, but it's what I want to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I got yeah. you, man. I got you. I was just having a conversation with somebody about that the other day about failing forward. Like if we, if it's like you trying out this podcast thing, you see how it goes. And what if like, you know, I, I I likened it to music, but like, what if mm-hmm. you always wanted to be a musician, and then you you know you get on stage, and you you find out that's not what you want to do, but you do right. find out that you like to mix stuff in the background, right? And that's what leads you into something that you actually enjoy. You always thought I want to be this, but actually mm-hmm. I wanted to be this, this slightly over here, right? You know what I mean? And that right, just right. opens doors. That's what I'm hoping mm-hmm. for, and I think that you're going for the same thing, man. That's yep. cool. That's yep. cool. Yep, definitely. So like, where can people check you out at, man? Uh, they can check me out on um, we got a YouTube channel. It's Two True Podcast. Um, that's the name of it. They can check me out on Facebook at uh, Murphy Bros and um, Twitter at Two True Eight Hundred Three. Instagram mm-hmm. at Two True Eight Hundred Three as well. They can check us out there. And we on your podcast, your like your favorite uh, podcast. Uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, everywhere at. and anywhere. Yep. I got you, man. I yep. got you. So, well, say say someone in my audience is listening right now. They're like, man, I want to come on that Two True. They just email you. What do yeah, we do? They can email me at Two True. That's the number two though. Uh, two True Podcast at Gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hit us up, or if you following us on social media, jump in my inbox. You know, yeah. let me know you want to come sit down with us, man. It'd be a dope, dope, dope experience. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah that sounds that sounds fun. Hopefully, somebody because I know what it sounds like. You need more guests. Yeah. So I'm gonna come definitely. on. We are gonna get yeah. everybody on. Hey, it's gonna be lit, man. I can't wait till you come through, man. Yeah, man. That sounds great. That sounds great. Well, 
you're actually this is a fun topic. You're actually the second twin to come on the show. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm endlessly fascinated with that because oh, yeah. like that life experience is different. It doesn't seem like it would be that different to like a normal person, but like to me, like you had another you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everywhere you go, there was another you. So like, right, So right. what was it like growing up with another with another bruiser? <laughs> uh, it it was cool, man, because it's kind of like you got this. You got this built-in companion. Like you came here with like a built-in companion. Like yeah. he's experienced all. He's experiencing all the same things you are at the same time. Mm. So it's like somebody who can definitely relate to whatever you're going through. Like coming up, it was like that. Like you know, and you know, and it, it and it helped you know in the schoolyard with bullies or something <laughs> like that. Like we jumping people. <laughs> we 32 years old. We still jumping people. So. <laughs> Watch it, you know, put some respect on our two true names. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh yeah, man, that is it was a dope experience. But it, it had its um, you know, like cons too, cause people like how you say, like, uh, you got another bruiser. Yeah. But so you kinda you kinda struggle with uh identity a little bit. Like really? because even though y'all come together, like at some point y'all lives still may take different directions. Yeah. Like, my brother, he was always a little ahead of me. So he he had his child years before I had my first child. Mm-hmm. So his life went in, went in a di- different direction at that point. You yeah. know, he got a child to think about. It ain't just me and you yeah. hanging out no more. He got a child to think about. So he got, he got a lot more serious about life a lot faster than I did. Yeah. And he got married before me. So, and that was a whole different thing. Like, you know, <laughs> ain't no more wingman stuff going on. <laughs> ain't no more hanging out like that. So then you got to, then you got to. Look at yourself and be like, okay, who am I without this person? Yeah. You know? And um, so, and another thing too, like we came up in the 90s, like when, it, uh, you know, uh, the Olsen twins was like at their height. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if people don't know twins, it's like they look at, people get so much of their stuff or ideas about people from TV. Yeah. And then like we was coming from like the hood hood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Me and my twin. So we nothing like the Olsen twins. And I think people like in our neighborhood like kind of got that idea like it's like it's almost assumed that you soft or it's almost assumed that you come from a nice place or something like that. And mm. um, it was totally different. Our upbringing was totally different from that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, yeah, so it got its, it got its uh, pros and it got its cons, definitely. You Did know you guys all uh, look exactly like growing up? Was yeah. It like exactly? Exactly. Like, <laughs> if I bring him in, he can switch out and finish the interview with you. <laughs> I'm telling you. He's just a little chunkier than me. That's it. He a wow, little fluffier. Wow, you know he's going to hear this. He's yeah. gonna... <laughs> <laughs> he just a little fluffier than me, but and he, uh, he he's a little bit more quick-tempered than me. I'm a lot more reserved than him. He mm-hmm. a lot, he's a lot more outgoing, you yeah. know? And that's the good thing about Twins, too. It, to, for me, it made me a lot more. I feel like it made me a lot more self aware than people because I always had somebody to kind of compare myself to. Mm-hmm. So I never really had to, like, people wouldn't know us apart or people wouldn't be able to, like, separate the two. Yeah. But I always knew who I was and he always knew who he was. Yeah. If, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, you are two separate people. I know yeah, people you think. know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. So, like, so people were, like, really having, like, did y'all ever, like, I know you didn't want to compare it to the Olsen <laughs> twins, but did you ever drop in his class? Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. <laughs> we did that in high school yeah. all the time. Like, we would switch uh, classes because that's the na- main things people want to ask you yeah. as twins. You get all those questions. Y'all ever switch classes? Yeah, we switch classes. <laughs> uh, 
I would <laughs> he would go to my English class. I would go to his math class because I was a little um, stronger in math. He was a little stronger in English. He would switch. You know what I'm saying? Or if he just didn't want to go deal with that teacher that day, I would go. And that was the weird thing about it. Like it was, it was, it was, it was cool to do that. And um, like fool people and play tricks on me, we would do all that kind of crazy <laughs> stuff, you know. Yeah, but uh, the only thing was um, people would ask that we probably never did was like play tricks on women or play tricks on girls. Oh yeah, I, I like I get that, that weird question. Yeah. Like like people be like, uh, man, if I had a twin, uh, I would go in the, uh, like if the girl in the room. I will get my brother to switch out, then I go back in the room. And I'm like, yo, that's like technically rape. Yeah. Like, yeah what that's you talking what that about? Is. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm like, no, I would never do People nothing like that. People are wild, bro. People is wild. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not cool. <laughs> and then plus, we never really like to share share anything. Like, yeah. when we coming up, like, we had to share everything. You got to share your birthday. You got to share. We clothes. Sh- clothes, yeah. exactly. Like, when we got to the point that we we didn't have to share nothing, we don't want to share nothing. Yeah. You know, definitely not no female. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I, I like the way you had put that, though. Like, you always had somebody. Because, see, I was mm-hmm. thinking about that when I was writing these questions up. And, like, you know, I, I have a sister. She's older than me, so she was never in none of my classes. So, every time I got to a new grade or a new school or anything like that, mm-hmm. it was me. You know, oh, okay. it was just me, and I always felt like that. There was always like like that time where you're just like, I don't know, no one's gonna talk to me, or whatever. Right. But you had the guy, like you, yeah. you were like, no, I know that guy. Yeah, like, I know that guy. I can go hang out with that guy, even exactly. if everyone in this class sucks. I can go hang, hang out with that guy, you right? Know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's just one of the things that I was you know, just thinking about. Like that, that would be the only real perk that I could think of. Is you always, no matter what's going on, you got another like-minded person in your life. You exactly. Know what I mean, because yep. nobody, I don't. I, it's hard to find somebody whose mind works like mine. It's all messed up. Trust me. I was- <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> I feel you, bro. Oh man. Oh man, that man. Well, besides being a twin, you uh you actually have a job that I find fascinating. Um you're in ma- manufacturing. Yep. And yep, like for sure. I love I love that show How It's Made. That's uh-huh. my jams. And it comes on, I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there, you ask my wife. I'll sit there and I'll watch it and I'll be like, dang. And she'll she'll she won't even have to know what I'm watching. She'll be like, I'll be like, wow, look at that. And she'll be like, Are you watching How It's Made? Like, yes, I am. I'm fascinated <laughs> by that stuff. So right, right. you said you worked in the beverage uh industry. What does that entail? Okay. Uh I work at yeah, uh I used to work at this plant here in Savannah. Mm. They made uh protein drinks, mm. uh chicken broth, uh, beef broth, and chai tea. Yeah. And um That's a what weird it, combination. Yeah, bro. they used to make all kind of stuff. <laughs> but uh it it was my that matter of fact that was my start in manufacturing um and the job I had was what you call a a, a blender or mm. a batcher all we all you do is like you get all these you get recipes it's just excuse me you all right you get recipes just like um like a like you want to cook something yeah you know and um you get these raw materials and on that recipe it entails like what ingredients gonna go in a batch of say a uh, muscle milk because we just make muscle milk there yeah and um it'll tell you like how many bags of protein to put in or how much water to put in and you just you get you got this uh what you call a a mixer mm-hmm. you know or a brittle yeah and so it got these blades at the bottom of the brittle mm-hmm. so you just uh you got your water in your tanks your tanks is about like 2000 gallon tanks so you make it like probably like 2400 gallon batches of this stuff wow. you know and then uh so you dump in probably like say anywhere from like 20 bags to 30 bags of protein in this water and um you take samples of it and you adjust 
the solids, what they call the solids, it, it's kind of like the sweetness or the thickness of the product mm. with water. And then um, you uh, you release it into a processor. Uh, so from the from the batches, it goes to the processor where they uh, is heated, where it kills like any kind of like bacteria in it. Uh-huh. And then from there it's packaged, and from packaging it goes on a pallet and out the door to somebody's house, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah. So that's pretty much all over there. Sure, <laughs> like in a quick, quick run. Yeah, through, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but see, uh, I used to work in a warehouse. I worked at the Dollar Tree warehouse, which uh-huh. is, a, is a just boxes on a belt. That's all that job is. So like, mm-hmm. but that job was like hard. Mm-hmm. Like what? Was your job like that? Was it like high stress? Like, are you like, like yes. you say you just, you basically, the way you just made it sound so simple. simple. You simple. know, <laughs> I just put a bag in here and I put it in the mixer. So what was it actually like, warehouse man? man <laughs> it was, it was especially like coming pretty much from like off the street. Like, mm-hmm. and that's the thing I, lo- I do love about manufacturing. Like, you don't need a lot of education to get into it and you can get a fairly decent job yeah but um coming off the street like having to like kind of learn how to work in an environment it was it was tough you know yeah. like it's all about it's all about uh paying attention to detail uh speed at, uh, you got to be fast because yeah. you got to keep up with the production line and um yeah it was rough and it's physical you yeah. know because you lift in 50 pound bags and you may do like 10 batches six batches of the stuff and it can be like real monotonous so yeah it's hard that's yeah. the hardest thing of it. it's like the repetition of it. you pretty much doing the same thing a different mm-hmm. way every day even if you change it like what product you run it yeah so that's the hardest thing for me is the monotony of it and i tend to drift like i'm a like i'm a daydreamer yeah. you know what i'm saying <laughs> like i be standing up there dumping bags i be thinking about something totally different just gotta take my mind <laughs> off doing this yeah. this task you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying yeah but yeah it's physical you sweating uh, some of the products you you heating up to yeah. hunt maybe 150 degrees, so you so sitting hot. over hot, brother. You sweating, oh, you lifting bags, your back <laughs> hurt, you know. So it, yeah, it, it's 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 not an easy job. It ain't for everybody. It yeah, is, you know. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Know, it's like I said when I worked at that warehouse. You know, like I said, I made it sound simple. I just put a box on the belt. But it's <laughs> right. that it's that repetition, man. That box yeah. might be you know uh, <laughs> six cases of uh, five gallon water. You know right. what I mean? And you just keep doing, <laughs> doing it. You're doing it. that keep for doing hours. It. It's right. just like okay, it was easy the first hundred times. Now <laughs> yeah. I'm tired of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely, man. Yeah, man. So you don't need any special education to work there. They just kind of train you nah. on the job. Yeah, train you on the job. Like come, you can come. Um, you can come through a temp service. You can even come through a temp service, or mm. you can apply. You know, but you probably wouldn't get hired if you don't had a experience. But yeah, the easiest way probably to come in through a temp service, and then you work through that temp service. Then you get, then you uh, once you run out of that contract, they can hire you on if you're a good worker. Mm. Usually, but um, yeah, you 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 know, the most you need is 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 a GED or. A, high school diploma oh okay you know and you come in like you ain't gonna make a lot of money maybe coming in but you can make fairly decent money you can make more than say working at maybe a, a mcdonald's or a, yeah a, but it's a lot it's more work than working yeah. there you know yeah. what i'm saying but yeah i got you man i got you mm-hmm. what did you ever uh <laughs> i like this question yeah <laughs> you ever mess it up man you oh know, yeah these, oh, like, so what happens when you mess man, it up you put too many bags in crazy man i done <laughs> done some crazy shit at this place i'm telling you <laughs> it was a hard like what I think of like some of the mistakes I made, <laughs> I should have never even made it out of carry, let alone like uh, that's the plant I was working at here yeah. in Savannah. Like I should have never made it out of that plant, let alone like going to other plants. Yeah. So it was like I worked with some really decent like supervisor managers that kind of gave me a lot of chances. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And 
really like kind of mentored me and kind of showed me how to do it. But as far as the mistakes I made, um, and what happens when you make make a mistake? Like I don't put like the wrong ingredients in batches, and I don't shot too much water. Like if you overshoot the water, like the batch is like no good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I don't put like the wrong dye in a batch, like a batch that might be supposed to be pink. I might put purple dye in it. So mm-hmm. you gotta pretty much scrap that batch. You know what, what I'm saying? Just, they just have like a big dumpster, or like uh, what we got? They, have, they gotta pay somebody to come in and <laughs> pump it out of a tank. Like, and I done did like one one of the, the craziest thing, one of the craziest things I mistakes I made, right? We got these vials. Well, it's all like a series of circuits and vials and tanks and stuff like that. Yeah. But you got a CIP that's like clean in place. Like it's a program you run to actually clean these tanks and circuits, right? Yeah. So you use steam and water to do that. Steam vials and water to mm-hmm. uh, and chemicals. Yeah. So I left this uh steam valve open and it just filled the CIP room up with steam, but it's not a room people stay in, right? Yeah. So I'm running this CIP. I'm just, you know, just chilling, daydreaming about some shit. You know what I'm saying? Ready to get off work. Next thing I know, the fire alarm goes off, right? No. So I go outside. So everybody, you know, it's a fire alarm. Everybody come outside the plant. Everybody's sitting outside for the shift. Cause and I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, I wonder what caught on fire. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm just sitting there like, dang, man, it's and crazy. Somebody must have messed up. Somebody <laughs> messed up. Whole time, I was the one messed up. I left the valve, the steam valve open, mm. so it filled the CIP room with steam, mm. you know, and set off the fire alarm. So oh, I'm wow. the reason we all out here. I ain't even knowing it. <laughs> I'm just happy that we out here and not working. <laughs> but I'm the reason we ain't working. <laughs> And I didn't get fired though. Wow. So they probably seen something in you though. That's probably what it was. They were like, yeah. look, he messed up, but yeah. when I need him, he's doing his job. Right. We really can't afford to fire him right now. We should. <laughs> yeah, I've been there, man. I've been yeah, <laughs> man. I just like that you were outside, like, man, I wonder who did this. Somebody <laughs> right. fired today. You know? <laughs> Somebody go get the ass out of here. <laughs> well, you said there was like room for growth. So like what's like the top paying job? Like, are you shooting for that still? Uh you trying to be like, I don't know, inspector, the guy who goes around. There's got to be like a chill job. There's always a chill, chill job. job. Yeah. Like, if I get like a QA job, mm. that, that it's not like a ton of money. It's like you probably can get a, a like a QA lead job for probably like where I'm at now, probably like 55 a year or something okay. like that, which is decent, you yeah. know. If I get, and it's chill, you know, you just checking stuff. Yeah, you're not yeah. lifting bags and yeah. leaving steamers open. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so if I could get in a job like that, that'd be dope. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But um, I really like I when I first got into manufacturing, I wanted to be like a supervisor or a lead. Mm-hmm. I I actually became a lead in Savannah at the plant I was at, but I just didn't like it. Yeah. I didn't I, I didn't like being a like in charge of other people. Mm-hmm. I realized like that ain't my strong suit. Like I don't want to be uh, responsible for other people's actions. You know, yeah. I just want to do my own thing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was like my first goal when I got in manufacturing. Like, I want to be the man, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But nah, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool on that. Was there any perks for this job? Did you ever get like infinite drinks? Ever send y'all home with those bad batches? Like, here you go. I <laughs> oh yeah, it's pink like, today. So <laughs> <laughs> definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, they give you like you know you might can get, get cases of muscle milk or where I work at now you get cases of. Uh, pedigree because i do dog food now yeah yeah you get uh the pedigree dog food they're like man they give away a lot of that stuff like because a lot of it may go on hold and they can't use it Mm -hmm. so they yeah they just let you take it home that's good that's that's one of the perks of it and then plus i work for uh it's a dog food company but uh, um it's the same people that make dog food actually make candy 
Oh really? Yeah, it's Mars. Uh-huh. Right, it's oh, Mars. Right, really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either, man. When they first called me back, I thought I was gonna be making candy bars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm making dog food. <laughs> but uh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but they get free candy. Really? Yeah, they get like free candy. Like they just send it to their plant. They get candy, all, all kind of mar- anything Mars make. They send it to the plant, so you can go up there every day and just eat as much candy bars as you want. <laughs> it's crazy. That's a, that's it's, a pretty good perk, right yeah, there, man. Yeah, that's a pretty man. good perk. Well, I like that. Of, speaking of your dog food plant, what is your job there? Are you still dumping bags in the mixers, man? That's exactly what yeah. I'm doing, man. That's exactly because right before I got there, I was at Coca Cola and I was running like I was running a filler. It, what it does is fills the bottles, mm-hmm. and it, so you just stand at a filler and you running this thing that fills the bottles and put the caps on it. Yeah. And I didn't like working on the line. That's when I realized like, nah, this this ain't for me. I want to go back to batching. So that's yeah. how I ended up at uh. Uh, Mars making mm-hmm. the dog food, but yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing now. Like, uh, you got it's a, it's very different from um beverage, yeah. Where whereas I don't dump the bags into a mixer, I dump the bags into what they call bins. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to measure anything out. I just dump the bags in the bins, which is a little bit more like even more like uh boring, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it's like no way to even be creative with it. you. Just like dumping these bags. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't even like uh, adjust the batches or nothing. It's like everything's automated. So you just put the bags in a bin, and if you got hand dumps, you got to put like a certain dye into the uh, what what would be the uh, equivalent to a mixer, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, man, still doing that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you it's enjoy, cool, it, man? Yeah, I actually like it because yeah. the what I like about manufacturing is the the most is the people I meet. Like it's be like people just from different walks of life like and i meet and you actually kind of build relationships with them like people i don't think i would have met otherwise yeah you know what i'm saying if i wasn't in manufacturing because they just because i tend to like stay around the people i know but it's a way like i got i got introduced to like friends like from all over Mm because you'll be surprised like people come from all over sometimes like people may move from a whole different state just to work at a plant or they've been working at different plants from this company so they just ended up here at this plant you yeah, know yeah so like with me i done worked in plants in different states like uh uh i worked in grand rapids i worked in uh virginia and um savannah and so I, along the way i done met so many different friends i feel like i wouldn't have met otherwise yeah like, and we still keep in touch yeah, yeah you yeah. know what i'm saying so it's dope that's the dopest thing about working in that was something that i enjoyed when i worked spent my time in, in hell i mean at the warehouse um, <laughs> right and uh it was the people that you worked there like like so so like they're different they're just different, different. they're different right right they, right they're, they're the, they they might not talk a lot mm-hmm. you know they they work hard exactly. and they, all they want to do is go home and sometimes all they want to do is make money yeah you know what i mean but yeah. like there's they're, they're all different and those, those are like the, the they're like the most kind people mm-hmm. but like you got to get to know them they might yep. look like they'll kill you because exactly. they, you know but <laughs> if you break them down you know right. eventually they'll be the most caring people like, some of the people yep. that I, I used to work with at the warehouse that was years ago mm-hmm. they still hit me up all the time on facebook and stuff like yeah because they're just good people you know good what i mean people yeah and, it, there's something about the mindset of hard work that you just you you really get in, enveloped in there. But also, what I learned was how to talk mess. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> that's going because on. That, in is, the that is hardcore, <laughs> and if you can't hang, you gotta quit, quit. because they yeah. will beat you to the ground. <laughs> oh yeah, like I don't got so many like nicknames, like especially if you fuck up, like yeah, 
you will get a nickname. Like I got a nickname now. My nickname is Knob at this plant <laughs> I work in because I dropped like a knob in the mix mill bin, like oh, where the dog food go no. at. It's a metal knob. I dropped it in there, so now I'm, my name is Knob there. But I'm cool with it because it's like I just know how it go. Like if you mess up, you could get a nickname. They gonna ride you. you oh know yeah. what I'm saying so. You got you definitely <laughs> got to be on your A game. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> and just be ready for it. <laughs> be ready for the jokes. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Especially with that messing up thing. They'll ride oh, you. Oh, yeah. they'll ride you forever. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I think I picked that up, and now I just anybody anything at work. I'm like, oh, that's you now. <laughs> right. That's you now. They didn't give you a fun nickname for almost blowing the plant up. <laughs> no, no. Nah, they, they didn't did. call you Steamy or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Dad, that would have been a good. That would have been a little weird. <laughs> I don't know if I would have wore that with Stevie. That's <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, what kind of stuff do you make? Is it like all like dry dog food, or you make like the wet stuff, or like the garbage? Floor? I always call it floor sweepings. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's all, it's all hard dog food. It is plant. It's just different families of it. Like you got your adult, you got your uh, puppy, mm-hmm. you got your small dog. I didn't realize it was so many different because I don't have pets, yeah. but. <laughs> so I didn't realize it was so many you different. You can't even get the dog food perk then. <laughs> yeah, Man, you had the wrong way out. <laughs> I get them from my father in law because he got like some dogs running yeah. around his house. But it ain't. But uh, yeah, it's like so many different like families, and they treat dog food like more. I feel like that's the cleanest plant I ever worked. Really? With. Yeah, surprising. Like I was thinking, like, oh, we ain't doing nothing but dog food, but they right. They don't play about like messing up no dog food and stuff yeah. like that. Like dog food, I don't seen dog food go on hold quicker than I seen like stuff for humans. <laughs> but they say it's because a dog doesn't or a pet doesn't have a choice. Like, and they can't say whether something's hurting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, I mean, I guess, I guess, you know, I guess your dog might act a little weird or something like that if mm. you know it don't swallow some metal or some shit. <laughs> but yeah, they really super strict like on what goes into dog food and um just the keeping it clean in, yeah. in those plants. Yep. I got you. I, I didn't mm-hmm. even think about that. But you know, you're right. Like, like if I drink something and it tastes nasty, I'd be like, yo, yeah. this is nasty. But right. the, the dog's just going to eat it. Eat it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, did you ever have any like big mess ups at the dog food plant yet? Or are we, are we still working there and not trying to talk about it? <laughs> it's okay. I'll let it slide. I'll let this question slide right under the... <laughs> I done put the wrong dye in. Like, my first week there, I put the wrong dye. Like, they yeah. got two dyes, but they, like, real similar. You got a chocolate brown dye and you got a red brown dye. And it just, you dump it in and it, color, it colors the dog food a certain color. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Either a brown or, like, a reddish brown. The dogs can't see color. That's what I said. It shouldn't have been that big a deal. <laughs> yeah. They still going to eat that shit. You know what I'm saying? But, uh... Yeah, so I, that was a mistake, and like I said, dropping the the biggest mistake I made was dropping. It's like a, a knob off a door mm-hmm. that I had to check, and um, I dropped it down into the mix mill bin, like where all the dog food is. So it had production down for like a few hours trying to fish this knob yeah. out of this thing, you know. Oh, but yeah, yeah. So that's how I got now. Did you, you know wonder? Uh, did you wonder who who's getting fired that day? Man, <laughs> hey, that was my first question. I was like, man, am I gonna get? Like, I was asking the people that was already there, that already been working there. Like, am I gonna get fired for this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they was they was actually pretty cool about it. As long as they was able to get the knob out, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They didn't fire me. And I was still pretty like I was like fresh out of training when Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Here's a here's a question I have for you. Do you constantly have dogs following you home because you smell like dog food, bro? <laughs> but I, when I go to my uh sister in law house, uh, the, the dogs go you. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And when I go to my um when I, I say I'm getting off work and I'm going to my mother in law house, 
like I said, my father-in-law, he got just dogs like up around his house. He live in the country. Yeah. You know, it ain't really his pets, but they just come around so he feed them. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, they'll follow. Yeah. Them dogs be going crazy when they should be barking. They be excited. <laughs> That's funny, man. Well, you see yourself doing uh, manufacturing for a lot longer, man. You've been doing it for a while. Yeah, I've been doing it for a long time. Like, if I'm going to be... If I'm be if I'm still gonna be working a job, it's definitely gonna be st- st- in manufacturing. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I like it, you know. Like I, it, I got like a hate love relationship with it. Yeah, but it's like the first thing I ever really felt like I was decent at. Yeah, in a weird way, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I. I never was like really super dope in sports. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I wasn't the guy like playing football, basketball, but. I found like a little bit of success in manufacturing. Yeah. If you know, like I've been able, like most jobs I go to, I, like I get promoted. You know, like and people like me. People gravitate gravitate towards me there. Yeah. You know, like and they like my work. It's because the dog food. They smell the dog food. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then plus, like it's um it's a weird thing. Like like I said, I just like the people. I like the environment. And, like I'm so used to being in those type of environments. I mm-hmm. guess. It's like I don't. I can't really see myself doing nothing else. Yeah. If I'm still working a job, like if I'm not like running my own business, yeah. Yeah. That's this what is I'll be this doing. is just until you know Two True takes over the world. Yeah. That's all this is. You know, once, once that pop her. off, yeah, man, out of here. No more dog food. <laughs> no more dog food for Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, the last thing we'll discuss is uh, unlike most of the guests, you're actually not from here. You drove. From Sumter, South Carolina, to sit right oh, yeah. in front of me today. I told you we could do it online. You're like, nah, I'm coming to the house. <laughs> yeah. So, why do you love Sumter so much? I love Sumter because it's like it's like one of I don't know. It's just like one of those cities where, like I said, like we 30 minutes from Columbia. We like an hour from the beach. When you, uh, we like an hour and a half, hour and 45 maybe from Charleston. Like when people think about South Carolina, those are like the three cities that kind of popping people here. Like. Mm-hmm. And uh, or places to visit. It's not like a tourist attraction, but it's like the people there. They uh, it's like the people there are prideful of it. You know what I'm saying? So I got that same pride, and it's like I just love being there. I love the people there. I love uh, it's like everybody there got like a certain type of hustle. I feel like it's not in a lot of places, like or in a lot of people in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's because of those being surrounded by those cities that get more, I guess, like shine or notoriety or attention. Yeah. But we got the same things those places got going on. You just don't know about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I just like, I, I, I feel like it's a perfect place to where it's not a lot of, I say resources or opportunities, like it's the perfect place to like create those opportunities. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, like say like New York city where there's 8 million people starting right. podcasts every day. You know You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, Hey, this is a place where, you know, it's, it's not people be like, Oh, something ain't got nothing. Well, let's build some, let's create some, yeah. you know, that's yeah. how I feel. about. that's yeah. how I look at it. It's like, I see opportunity in no opportunity because you can be in a place like New York where they got all the opportunities in the world. But if you ain't willing to go out here and create no opportunities for yourself, you're still going to be <laughs> out of, you know, out of opportunity. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I got you, man. I got you. Yeah. You've been all over the place, man. And, uh, yeah. and no matter what, all roads seem to lead back to Sumter. That's right crazy. back to Sumter. Yeah, yeah, my, <laughs> my wife had a lot to do with that. Yeah. But she, uh, she, she was raised, you know, she was raised there. So, all her family's there and I took her all around the world, like not really all around the world, but all up the road and yeah. she was ready to come home. So 
did that. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, speaking of your wife, you too. You told me this. It's very short, but you told me this like adorable story. I know Bruce is this big tough guy who lives dog food, but he used to play. He used to play in the yard with his future wife, and that's yeah. the cutest thing. Is that? What, yeah. <laughs> tell me about that, that man. Right. Who that is was... who is this lovely lady? Her name is Ebony, and uh, I met her. I had been probably like ten. Wow. I was young. We yeah. was young. And uh, what it was, uh, she stayed in the same neighborhood as me, like a couple streets maybe uh, from my house. Yeah. And um, her older sister played basketball. She was one of the girls in the neighborhood that played ball. And they had a goal in front of their house. So, um, like, we would just all meet up at their house and play ball. And one day I'm there and I, I see her. And I just always was crazy by her. <laughs> you know, I, was, I was just always wow, crazy by her. Wow, Yeah, like I we I got like little letters like I have wrote her like when we was young. Like I'm talking about when you so young, like you writing a yes or no yeah, check box. Check yes or no. Yeah, check yes or no. Like so we would like had like a little thing back mm. then. You know what I'm saying? We used to, I used to have to be at her house and play with her. You know, mm. and um, we used to have this truck. Like it's similar to an ice cream chuck, but this guy used to do it out of his uh, trailblazer. Uh-huh. His name was uh, Thomas, and he would come around and he would have all kind of snacks like hug juices, Star Crunch, all them Debbie yeah, pizzas, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So I would have to buy her something off the uh, <laughs> off the, <laughs> the off the truck. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But uh, we just always was cool. You know, always was cool. I didn't think we would grow up and get married or nothing like that but like i said i was just crazy about her like her birthday would come around i would buy her like <laughs> i would get her a card and put like three dollars in it with some chews candy you know uh, the chews candy yeah yeah and um but she never got me anything <laughs> she never got me nothing for my birthday but yeah that's always been love. my girl man so it was like dope like um what happened was I moved away. I moved to uh, Savannah, mm-hmm. you know, like when I was in high school. We were just saying high school, but we didn't date in high school. Uh, she dated some uh, another guy. Mm. And I tried to talk to her. She tried to act like she don't remember it, but <laughs> she she was she was taken. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So uh, I moved away. She went off to college. And um, I used to come back and visit my older brother because at the time he was still staying in Sonda. So... And then one day I just seen her at like all grown up, you know what I'm uh-huh. saying? She was, she just happened to be home for college. And I just, I said, man, I'm about to shoot my shot. You nah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we've been rocking ever since then. That's awesome, yep. man. That's got a awesome. seven-year-old daughter, got married. It's like crazy. <laughs> but it's so dope to like be with somebody that like knowing you since then. Cause I just feel like she know everything about me, you know? And I know everything, everything about everything it is to know. Even though like we steadily growing together, like you learning different things about each other yeah. that's the crazy thing like when two people get married and come together it's like you steady growing so it's like it's not like you're gonna know everything about that person because i feel like i'm learning more and more about her like every day so yeah. it stays exciting like that you yeah, know yeah. that's awesome yeah. man that's yeah, awesome man. it's just crazy like you know from from just Buying her snacks, yeah, the old softy. Got buying her snacks. <laughs> to, to now you got a kid and you got this super sick podcast. <laughs> right, everything's everything's coming up bruises. What it sounds like to me, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, now that you're home again, you ever have plans to move away, or you just you got it homestead, something South Carolina. Uh, if the right opportunity come up, I would, but I would I. Probably. Think she'd allow that though? Yeah, I don't may- know. I don't know. She loves it back home, you know. And I ain't mad at her. Yeah, I ain't mad at her. <laughs> well, if you had to go anywhere, where would you go? Is there like a dream place? 
a dream place. I just want to go somewhere like out west. Just I don't know if I want to live there necessarily, but I just I kind of want to go out there and just see it. You know, because I've never been out that way. You know, like California or something like that. that yeah. I feel like that'd be dope. Yeah. But people, but most people I tell that they always warn me against it. Like, don't go out there. It's expensive and all that. <laughs> I just want to go out there and see how it is. Ain't you know? wrong with it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, especially if you just go for a little bit. My dream was always go to New York, and my lovely wife drug me up there a couple yep. years ago, and it was the best experience of my life. I, those are my people. Everybody was pissed off about something and I, I understand that on a deep intrinsic level you know no one had time for nothing and i loved it i loved right. it so they, these people like yeah it might be it probably is expensive i i, I don't have any plans of going out there because i know i can't afford it but I if that's something you, you want to do give it a shot and then yeah. you, go to, you can come back and be like yeah it was expensive but on I the way you. maybe you'll collect some more stories and you have something else to talk about in this podcast it's gonna take over the world bro <laughs> right right for sure <laughs> well we're getting close to our hours so what we'll do now is uh this is an opportunity for you to plug anything and everything you got going on friends family discount whatever you got throw it out there bro <laughs> all right uh i want to plug the two true podcast for sure uh check out the youtube channel like i said check us out on our social media i gotta read this because i don't know That's all right, he got, he got a whole book. <laughs> yeah, I got a, uh, follow us on Instagram at two true eight oh three. That's T O O true eight oh three, and then uh, Twitter on at uh, two true eight oh three. Same the same name as the Instagram and Facebook Murphy Bros. That's M U R P H Y B R O S. And then, like I said, uh, we looking for guests. We uh, on, to come on the podcast, you can email me at to the number two two true podcast at gmail.com and uh, i want to um shout out my um homegirl she got a lip gloss line her name is whitney it's total beauty and whitney so uh you can follow her on social media too as well and uh yeah get some of that lip gloss from her because her lip go, gloss is go, dope yeah. you know <laughs> she's a dope sister out here busting dope moves man i like what she's doing <laughs> also check out my man andre he's gonna be on our show soon for an interview uh, he got his hair store in something South Carolina. So if you ever need a bomb hair weave and you in something South Carolina, <laughs> check out Prince the Kings. Go in there and get that yak. You know what I'm saying? Get that hair right. <laughs> you know, don't play around. Uh, Prince the Kings. There you go, right. man. There you go. And keep an ear out because I'm gonna be on that damn podcast. Yeah, yeah. Know, I'm gonna come on there and I'm gonna be loud and ridiculous. <laughs> you can hear all my nonsense like you hear every single week. It's uh, gonna be lit too, man. I can't wait. Oh, I'm excited. You got me all hype on it. Now you got me all hype on it. Well, like, uh, like I told you before, we're gonna have. Some final questions so your uh your first final question there's two i don't know why i call them final questions i don't know what's wrong with me anyway is my favorite question to ask anybody right. what is your favorite song right now favorite song right now yeah um, they gotta be of all time just right now right now uh my favorite song is uh family ties by baby king featuring uh kendra lamar okay why I, I i like the energy of it yeah and, and plus i like the idea they both cut co- uh they cousins like they related mm. and um Kendrick is the more established artist, and Baby King, he's like a new artist, yeah. so he like breaking them, mm-hmm. breaking them to you know to pop, I guess popular culture or whatever like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's just, it's a it got a dope vibe. Like Baby King, he got this like kind of like funny type voice. <laughs> and he do like the singing rapping thing, like that's kind of popular nowadays. And then you got Kendrick with the bars, he coming through killing stuff. It's just dope. <laughs> but he tried something really different on this track. That's uh. You know, like he, I think Kendrick Lamar, he he got like a real creative way of bending his voice. Yeah, yeah. And just coming up with like really catchy, like they almost like become slogans after, but they lyrics, but they almost become slogans. How catchy they is. Yeah. And he got this weird thing he doing on the track where he like, 
he got like a whole different voice and he'd be like amazing brother like just like this country thing you know yeah. what i'm saying but it's like so catchy you'll never you'll walk around just talking to people like that after hearing it yeah. you know what i'm saying but uh yeah that's my favorite thing uh favorite song i'm bumping right that's now fantastic. For sure. that's fantastic so what i do the reason why i ask this question is i take that song and anybody else who sits in that chair and i put it on a playlist so okay that playlist is called bitter and jaded the original motion picture soundtrack and it is wild wacky crazy <laughs> everybody who i've talked to everybody who i will talk to i will get their song for that day and i'll put it on the playlist and it literally goes from like musicals to rap to metal to like Awful, so awful, <laughs> awful music, and it's great. I love it, and the, the, what, what I love about it that's so magical is like I listen to this playlist sometimes. You know, I'm, I'll be you know, like in my feelings or whatever, and I'll, I'll I'll put it on and I'll listen and I'll hear the people. So when mm. I hear your song coming, I'll be like, oh, that was Bruiser's song, you know right, what I mean? Right, that's like, dope. Oh, that was so and so song. Oh, that was so and so song. Dope idea, and it's just yo. it's just a cool way to one find out what that person is because you can find out so much about people through their music taste but also like mm -hmm. it's like a it's like a snapshot of that day especially right. if you give me of the day because like who knows like two three years from now you'd be like man i hate that song they overplayed the crap out of that song but yeah. you know today the day we recorded this you were like no that's my song we're gonna yeah. run it hey can uh, i give you one more art, one more artist maybe sure. like you should check out i i got a uh an artist that i um that I know from uh, Columbia, South Carolina. His name, his rap name is The Real Yayo. That's D A Real R E A L Yayo. Yayo, like Y A Y O. I had to think about that. You too. all right? <laughs> <laughs> the Real Yayo. He got a song out called Tombstone, and mm. it's so freaking dope. You know, like he, he got a way of like he do like trap music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he just got a way of conveying the. Or what are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, like in the trap, he, he like takes you in the trap with him. Yeah. So you can kind of tell like he one of them guys that really was there. You know what I'm saying? And plus he my cousin and he's super dope. So check him out, y'all, please. <laughs> can you, uh, um, where's that at? On like Spotify? Or yeah. Like, oh, that's all on, right. Uh, wherever you stream it, I'm streaming your music from. The Real Yayo. That's D-A-R-E-A-L. Yayo. Y-A-Y-O. You and that record that is Tombstone. I did it a little better that time. Hey, forgive me. I was in the slow class. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely gonna list it out. I'm definitely gonna throw that on, man. That sounds cool, man. Especially for somebody you know, man. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Dope. He's gotta be dope. Yeah. So as promised, I have your final question. Are you ready? Oh yeah, I'm ready. All right. Your final question is: uh, Do you have a YouTube guilty pleasure? Maybe something that you only do like by yourself because people give you crap for it. Man, that's probably like everything I listen to on YouTube. I, my wife be, but um, I got this channel. I can't think of the name, but I know how to get to it. It's a channel where they just have like weird facts. <laughs> it's like the most obscure facts. Like, and I be listening to it at work, and when people yeah. catch me listening to it, they be like, "What the hell is you listening to?" But uh, I can't think of the name. But um. Yeah, I'm sorry. I <laughs> no, can't think of the name. Man, I wish I could good. plug the channel because it's a dope channel. It's yeah. something like Minds. I want to say Info, info Minds. Mm. And it just gives you like facts about anything and anything, everything. Anything like, did you know like it was a disease in the middle, like during the medieval times, like they have all these had all these plagues. It yeah. was one plague that they had where people was dancing themselves to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever heard, heard of that? It. Yeah, that's crazy. That's the first time I heard that shit. Yeah. I was like, is y'all, is that for real? Yeah. You know uh, what I'm saying? It's crazy, that man. That's crazy. cool. That's cool. Yeah, but I like stuff like that. Stuff yeah. like that just interests me. I, well, I was thinking, because I always like to ask like a uh, final question, you know, mm -hmm. and I was just something I think about, but I, I was thinking about it, because yeah, I was on YouTube looking at some nonsense. And I, was like, <laughs> I bet everybody has their like weird YouTube thing. Like, that's mine, a good one, yo. That's a good question. <laughs> mine in particular, man, is uh, commercials. Like what oh. I'll do is I'll put on like, like, 
old commercial like compilation videos oh. and i would sit there and like i would like look at them and i'll laugh and i'll, I'll sing the jingles <laughs> and stuff like that Damn. and me and one of my closest friends johnny what we'll do is we'll just like i've, I've been over to his house and we'll spend like hours we'll spend like yeah. hours sitting just there watching drinking the watching laughing and like you know like, these election candidates will come up and they're like mm-hmm. all right you know you should call this and we'll call the number and see what the number is you know <laughs> joke around like and Damn. i just i have such a good time doing that because like i don't know like I, i've always loved advertising which is like a yeah. weird thing but it's i've always loved like how smart you have to be to sell something to someone else but that else. you don't know right and so i'll sit there and I'll be like that worked in the eighties. That worked. You know what I mean? That that worked. Right. And like I'm like, wow, that's fantastic. You know, and I'll just sit there and like Jenna will come home and she'd be like, oh. I'd be like, but look at this one. She'd be like, get out of here. I'm tired of watching your commercials. Right. <laughs> See, I listen to like my podcasts and like my interviews and mm. stuff like that. I listen to a lot of some of them on YouTube too. And my I drive my wife crazy with it. She, <laughs> she hates it. <laughs> Cause she but not, I'm sure she got something that. that she watches and you're just oh, like, what yeah. is this? Like she into all them like baking shows on Netflix <laughs> and shit. But she, she don't really bake like that. But she love. Yeah. She's a good baker, but mm. she love anything like creative, like all the stuff people do, like with a uh, fashion. She watched those. She mm-hmm. drive me crazy with that. <laughs> it's like Jenna. She'll sit there and she'll love. She watches these like videos where they like show you how to make stuff, mm-hmm. but like with paint. And but she doesn't. She. Just, she doesn't watch it to learn anything. Yeah. She watches it and she gets mad because of how much paint they're wasting. She shouldn't be like, you wasted so much damn paint for that. Like, oh, look, they do like a pour. They'll pour like all this paint and then they'll pour it onto the ground, basically. Right. Like, look at this art. And she's like, you just wasted all that money. <laughs> and I was telling her this the other day on the way home. And uh, she was like, she just started laughing. I was like, what? She's like, I'm literally watching one of those videos as we speak. I'm like, man, you're part of the problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on, man. This has hey, been man, fun. Appreciate man, appreciate you having me. Good time. Man, that's your lit, man. For real. I feel like I talked to you forever, man. I feel like I know you forever. <laughs> that's what I say. I told you in the beginning. If I don't feel like we're best friends by the end of this, I'm not doing my job. <laughs> oh, man. It was lit, man. I really enjoyed myself, man. Yeah, man. Well, if you're out there and you want to come on my show, please do. I have a website. It's www.bitterandjadedpodcast.com or you can email me directly at bitterandjadedpodcast at gmail.com. It goes directly to my phone and we can set something up. You ain't got to drive all the way from damn something South Carolina to come talk to me. <laughs> you know, we can do it over the phone. We can do it over Skype. We can do whatever we need to do to get you on there because I just want to highlight how cool you are. Mm. Um, and as an outro, um, I uh, I like to do this thing I like to call musical music. So I told you mm. music. You ask about music. I love music. And I, right. I, I listen to it all the time. And when I do... If I hear a lyric or something that resonates with me or makes me laugh or something, I write it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a huge list in my phone of all these songs. And what I decided <laughs> to do was to make it my outro. Um, so this song, um, this is called uh, Austin, Texas Blues by a band called Nether Friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and this song pops in my head all the time when I'm like downtown or I'm in like New Pooler. And basically it's like a diss track for the city. Uh, <laughs> like he's super sick of like everything being gentrified and turned into things that he didn't want. He misses his old city. Now, mm. Fair Warner is super explicit, um, but I'm going to put it on the playlist anyway because I don't care. Uh, but he says, um, I don't want to do no yoga. I don't want to download your app. I don't want to drink organic soda. <laughs> Does anybody here fucking listen to rap? <laughs> and like every lyric he says, I'm just like, oh my God, like this is my seat. Like he's like, I don't want to pay $4 for your taco. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Like I'm sick and tired. Of, I want my city back, you know? And I think right. about that every time I walk around downtown and I see like some pop up shop and they're selling <laughs> leggings and I'm just like, man, this place used to be cool, man. Right. <laughs> but again, Bruce, I appreciate you coming out and hanging out with me. Oh, yeah. And uh, I guess I will talk to you later, okay, bud? Oh, yeah, for sure. Sure. <laughs>